All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host, Dr. Weech, and it is time for Breaking Bread. Call someone, let someone know. Breaking Bread is on. Be right back. Hey, what's up, family? It's time for Breaking Bread with your host and moderator, Dr. Weech. Gather the family around and get out those Bibles as we begin the study. It's time for Breaking Bread. Good evening, everyone. I'm your host, Dr. Weech, and we are for a wonderful program. I have my lovely guest, uh, Dr. Gene. Dr. Gene, say hello. to share with you uh, current events as well as uh, things from the Word of God. So we're going to have some fun, so stay tuned. All right, good enough. So we have a wonderful topic here. Uh, we're talking, <clears throat> or we know about the events uh, that you may have heard, watched this, uh, uh, the, the camera footage and the news reporting of Ty- Tyree Nichols. And <clears throat> we see that this may appear to be a recurring theme, so we want to talk a little bit about this and see What's the role of the church when these kinds of things take place? So, uh, as you know, we'll be breaking it open from the Word and give you a biblical perspective and a scriptural and spiritual perspective that kind of help us guide us along the process when such of these things take place. So, I'm going to ask my guest, Dr. Gene, to pray us in, and then we'll go right into our particular topic. Go ahead, Dr. Gene. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this moment of grace that you've given us share your word so that we can have a clearer view of your plan. We thank you for Jesus Christ, for what he did for us on the cross of Calvary, to wash us from our iniquities. We ask you, Father, now to be with the audience, those in the listening, that they may uh, obtain the light that is necessary or that you will give to us. Guide us as we go through this discussion and let your spirit permeate whatever we say and that that we say be according to your word in the name of christ Amen. all right good enough all right so <clears throat> we have been watching the episodes or if you've been watching television you may have encountered the uh, situation with tyree nichols a young uh, black man who was uh stopped uh, whether he had a reason to stop by police whether or not he had a reason to be stopped that's debatable but he was stopped and apparently he was in fact and he had apparently succumbed to his wounds allegedly at the hands of these police officers. Now, there are several layers and dynamics here that I want to kind of touch on and deal with, uh, but we're going to go in the process. Now, the one thing I want to deal with is this seems like to be a recurring theme where we see every year uh, a black man, young black man or two, or we hear incidences like this taking place or transpiring. And in cases like this, Dr. Gene, when we see where a young black man, a young brother, is pulled over by police and for whatever reason, it doesn't go as planned. This person becomes a victim and it dies from being pulled over. What is our role as a church when there are racial tensions apparently in situations like this that may incite violence? What's the role of the church from this biblical perspective, scripture perspective, and historical perspective? as this is not the first time that these things have taken place, despite, what's the role of the church and how do we move in situations like this when we got an incident, we hear about the news, young black man uh, pulled over, he uh, succumbs uh, to his injuries, for whatever reason, he dies in the police custody. What is the role of the church in a situation like this, sir? Uh, the role of the church in situations like these um, should be the same as what has been shown to us uh, by God himself, which means uh, we should look at the matter with love, mercy, and understanding whenever we see situations like these. Um, Because love, love reach out and grab its enemy yeah, yeah. and made friends. True, true, true. Now, I think in the case of the police, there were lack of love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. From many levels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's the 
problem because some of us tend to judge uh, the, the case, say, well, okay, maybe the, the the young brother was, you know, he was not up to doing what he should have done. He would, he did not surrender right away. Right, right. Uh, that's understood. You know, that is pretty much understood. But we as a church, um, the higher power, the one who has the, the higher hand, mm-hmm. should look upon the one with a lesser hand with mercy and love, just as God happens to have the higher hand, he looks upon us and extends love and understanding. Um, I think from what I've heard, the police department have tried to convey that message of love, of dealing with matters in a very uh, civil or professional way that would... um, exemplify what love means or what mercy is. Uh, But I think that has not sank deep into the minds of those who receive the training, or at least some of them who receive the training. So we as a church should uh, not look upon the case as, you know, the, the, the lower hand, he did not, you know, submit or whatever. Yes, the scriptures does speak of that, but of course, there is another side to it where the one with the higher power should do his duty professionally. Yeah, and the church should be looking at that role. Yeah, I agree. Um, <clears throat> I think this is a situation in where I think we have to look at it from several dynamics. Number one, when situations like this occur, we always hear police say for cover would say uh, they reverted to their training. They reverted to their training. But the issue, I do believe, is the lack of compassion and more the lack of love. Uh, yes. The, the, I mean, it's a recurring thing. Please say they, they did what they were trained to do. But if we look at the excesses in this, it was on higher levels because I don't think anyone should succumb to their injuries, die because of being pulled over out of fear or whatever the case may be, black, white, or brown. And as you indicated, the police are the professionals. They've gone to schooling, trained, and so when you, because, look, I've been pulled over before. Thankfully, not as much as I was younger, but when they pull you over, they have like three or four. So, in this training, they should be well enough trained to subdue the, the victim or the perpetrator, whatever, and have them cuffed, and that's that. Put them in the police car. No need to be provoked. By the conversation or to have you because no one's happy if they're being pulled over or arrested. Clearly, they're going to not respond appropriately. And I compound that argument with when people may be pulled over, they may just be scared and people do crazy things or don't respond appropriately when they are afraid and fearful. They may run or they may do whatever they can. And again, that's not to justify or risk these people's, the police officers alive because they want to go home as well. But... No one, black, white, or brown, should die because of their injuries, being pulled over by the police, and going before the court and having a legitimate argument, I find my dad, to say, hey, I was afraid of the police because we see these things occur many times, and it's just tragic. Now, the role of the church, from my perspective, is say we have to demonstrate that, that, that capacity of love, and I think... Aside from that, we need to do some education along with that. Yes. Because if we look at yes. the historical church and the civil rights movement, this was something that was taking place. It was treatment from all levels of society, law enforcement, judicial, executive, yes. from all levels. They would educate in the same way police would be tr- tr- or supposedly take the training. Uh, those yes. who participated in that nonviolent movement were trained. Now, whatever approach we want to take as a church, we should still be training everybody, all peoples, who go there. Say, if you're pulled over, this is the protocol or the process you should do in spite of and fact of. So, yes. I think that is one layer of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, if we can peel this stuff, uh, if we can peel this thing, you know, layer by layer, uh, it would be great. Um, first, looking at the role of the Violator, yeah. the one who uh, who alleged did, did the alleged crime or misdemeanor, misdemeanor, <laughs> Mr. Yeah, I have a problem right. with that word. 
misdemeanor. <laughs> that's right, misdemeanor. That's Mister, right. You have a problem with that word, yeah. Anyway, yes. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, the, the one who, who, who did this uh, wrong, um, there is a layer of education necessary to fix that problem. Yeah. Um, I'm saying this with, you know, uh, uh, there are nuances in that because you may not get everyone to agree with that education or that when fear arises, one uh, will run for their lives. Okay, whichever way you're going to run for your life uh, because fear arises from being caught, going to jail, um, suffer the consequences, you're trying to get away from that. Yeah, that's understood. You know, that's human nature. Um, but we need to know when to stop, when right. not to go further, right. when to surrender. I mean, it's all, it's all the time, but, um, but we need to put a stop to it. We, say, we have to say, well, hey, I'm caught, so let me just stop running. Okay? There's two, three or four guys here. I'm not going to get away from it. So right. let me just stop. Exactly. So we we need to stop and think, and because I know the tendency of the human nature to try to get away from the problem, um, but we need to learn to educate ourselves when we have to stop. Yes. Or that we should stop and not make it worse. Yeah. And there are times, you know, resistance takes place. Now, that's on one level of the person committing the wrong. On the next level, the, the policeman who, uh, who is arresting the individual, uh, he too needs to know when to stop, when to slow down, when to call for backup, what to say and what not to say, how to de-escalate. Yes. The yeah. issue. Yeah. yeah. We we need to we need to look at it from all those sides before we can have a wonder working solution. Yeah. Yeah. Um I wanna take that perspective of what you said, because many people say and you know, we try to keep it realistic, but the argument you may hear from those who may not be able to empathize with that situation being of not of color. They'll say, he should have complied, he should have complied, and my argument is, you know, no one should die by police because of a mistake. Now, here's a scripture I thought was uh, somewhat we can discuss. It says, in Luke 13, 1, it says, there were present at that season some who told him about the Galileans, whose blood had mingled with their sacrifice, Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Jesus answered, said to them, Do you suppose that these Galileans were worse sinners than all other Galileans because they suffered such things? So, he says, I tell you, but no, unless you repent, you are like, what's perish. So Christ is saying, well, you're trying to make these people out to be chief sinners, but no, nah, that ain't the case. If you don't fix your situation, <laughs> you're going to be in a similar situation, right? So I'm presenting this to say, hey, we can't say, hey, this person is guilty, they deserve this, that's the end of that. Because the, the master himself said, well, listen, don't refer to that. Because you don't know when a situation will arise, when it will be flipped, or you're in a, in a situation where it doesn't favor you. So, number one, I had to put it out there so we don't say, well, this guy's guilty, he deserved it as a result of that. No, no. we have to no, no, realize. No, no. Absolutely not. Right. We I, have I, to realize he's arrested. The courts... Dictate the the outcome. Due process. Habeas corpus discussed the, what result. Was he wrong? Uh, was the sentence if he was? Or if he's acquitted? The police don't do that. They're not trained for that. They didn't study law. They, they can't be judge and jury. So that's the thing that was saying. And you talked about de-escalation. That's important. He was handcuffed yes, for some odd reason. He still, it, it still somehow went beyond than it should have. Okay. And that's problematic. And again, we see this to be uh, the format where they say, well, this person reverted to their training. And it's heinous when you look at this 
and the compassion and humanity of people will see this and say, hey, want to stop and say, what are you guys doing? But they would fear to interject resulting that they may get the same outcome. So these are one of the things that we got to deal with. We can't just say, hey, well, police didn't overreact. I didn't see anything because I've heard conservative pundits. Well, it doesn't look like he did it. Well, the guy died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He yeah. was handcuffed. He should have been thrown in the trunk. Uh, put a towel around his mouth if you want to hear him talk. But if someone should have said enough. And it didn't take place. And it's very unfortunate. And we have this tragedy today where we continue to talk about these things. So I think the one thing we got to do is to say, hey, because people are arrested, we shouldn't be like, oh, this guy's guilty. He deserved it. He should have complied. Well, if he doesn't comply, there weren't enough officers to uh, bring the situation under control. And that's that. Yeah, it, it's true. You know, we do know that people sometimes, like I said, try to get away with certain things. <clears throat> And that's the case here, that we have an individual who tried to get away. I don't even believe, I don't, I'm not even sure if that's the right thing to say anyway. Right. Because from the footage that I looked at, uh, they got him while he was in the car. Yeah. Yeah. So he wasn't trying to get away when they got him while he was in the car. Right. Uh, so it's after they got him in the ground and pulling him and so on and yes. so forth, and doing all kinds of things, then he escaped and, and, and tried to run away. So, what I saw. Right. Um, so, I, I, it's you know, it's it's it would be unclear to say what he tried. He was trying to get away, but uh, but he feared for his life. Yeah. And then he saw that the way they were treating him yeah. was something like something can happen to him where he could lose his life. Yeah. And therefore, he proceeded into running. So yeah. I'm thinking that that's the case, but. The policemen should have never done what they did. Absolutely. They should have never done what they did. I agree. They came like thugs. Yes, yes. I'm saying this because that's, I'm not making a judgment call. I'm telling you what is what transpired. They came as thugs, yelling profanity and, yeah. you know, kicking, jumping, and doing all kinds of things. And, you know, that's not how you approach a situation. Even right. if a person is kind of like, you know, resisting there's a way that you can deal with it. especially if there's more than one or two of you there i mean you know right. it's a group of you there so there's yeah. ways that you can deal with this matter and do it correctly yeah maybe they were angry that they had to run after the man but that's your job to run after yeah. <laughs> to get people get the bag so it's not it's not you know you're not doing you know he didn't like try to kick you or punch you not that i saw in the video yeah, I mean, I didn't see that in the video whether he was trying right. to punch the officers or whatever. I didn't see right. anything like that. I'm not saying he did. I'm just saying that from what was shown, the police uh, officers came as thugs and they did not use professional judgment in their words and in their actions. And that's the problem yeah. we're facing right now. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> I want to take the racial component of it because... Hey, I'm going to play a little advocate now, okay? <laughs> I don't use the usual term devil's advocate, but I'm going to play advocate, controversial advocate. Now, these officers were fired immediately. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems as though justice moved expeditiously. Now, I didn't hear anything about they'll be on paid vacation, on administrative leave, with paid leave while the investigation takes place. They were just can't immediately we've seen yeah. worse <laughs> worse yeah. from different race groups of people doing these things and we're here they'll be on administrative leave and pay until the investigation continues huh so it, yeah. you, you, you can't help but take a look at the racial I mean, it could not be that it could have been this particular department saw that it was so egregious that he said enough but I say, wait a minute, these guys are fired, because I didn't follow it too much until it came such a huge deal, and I say, these guys are fired, wait a minute, they must be black police officers, and lo and behold, <laughs> they were, so I think there's a racial uh, thing there, it, we could examine if need be, but again, we see that I, th from, from, from this one, it looked like justice moves so swiftly in contrast to other situations when it looks to different races. Yeah, that th that is a concern too. That um, although that we know that they were wrong, 
just like in the Floyd case, we knew it was very clear what happened. Yeah. Uh, very clear. The guy's foot was on the, the, the top of the uh, other guy, and he was, you know, suffocating him yeah. to death and so on and yeah. so forth. It was very clear what happened. There's no ifs and buts. I, I, I was saying to myself, why do I even have to go to court for all this yeah, stuff? Right. This stuff is just <laughs> very clear what he did. Right. It's it was pointless. He shouldn't have done that in the first place. That's right. the wrong place to be. Yeah. Yeah. And um, so, at any rate, so, so he could have gotten his fi being fired without pay, too. Yeah. But he didn't. They, they extend to him, you know, the, you know, the grace of, let's look over this thing first before yes. we, you know, yes. make a judgment. Yeah. But I think that they should have done the same for, with these uh, policemen, although I totally disagree with what those policemen did. Yeah. Uh, but you should, you know, give them the same courtesy that they did with others. Right, right. Condemn right. the thing completely, <laughs> and <laughs> you know, we don't see any reasons for their actions. Yes, but then after that, you should have to say, well, hey, well, as protocol, we're going to let the, we're going to investigate this thing and then come up with a, a final conclusion. Right, like you just said, they shouldn't have done it in the first place. True, but worse where they've given grace and. This is going to be, but <laughs> by the way, yeah, that is the problem, <laughs> right? So we see that that's another layer of this thing. Now, if we take another layer and say, okay, sometimes these things are racial. Well, this particular case presents uh, a hiccup in that particular argument now, because true, this was true. like black on black. They all people involved were black, African American, whatever you want to say, and. That's what was involved. So now, it does bring into question, in some other situations, it could be racial because we've seen some egregious things. But this situation, we, we got to look at the training because what these guys are going to present probably on their defense. I'm not a lawyer. I'm no clairvoyant. I don't know. They're going to say our training. We reverted to our training. That's going to be the thing that they talk about. And so if this is the training that they are doing it needs to change where yeah. these police officers are able to go home safely, apprehend the perp, and everybody live to see another day. Correct. Yeah. Yes. It's so, it's so unfortunate that uh, things like that, you know, happened in our society. And uh, what got me the most is the amount of, the amount of profanity. Ah, yes, and, yes. Yes. Uh, unclean gestures that was made, uh, verbal and non-verbals, that was uh, illustrated with these guys um, toward that, you know, young man, and they actually just sabotaged their profession. Yeah, yeah. And this appears to be a recurring thing. These officers, the curse you, I swear, and do whatever they need to do. So that's one layer that we're looking at now. I want to take a look at <clears throat> we as believers, we have to come up with a solution because if you look at the civil rights church moving in a very efficient manner, they practice uh, nonviolent. And in, if you wanted to participate in the movement, you had to go through training. You, 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 they, they, they would berate you, provoke you, but they made certain that you would not provoke to remove irrationally. Now... <clears throat> I want to pull this scripture out, Proverbs 16, 32, that I think anybody being pulled over, men of color, women of color, people of color, all mix of races being pulled over. This is what we should practice. Proverbs 16, 32, Solomon says, He who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. I always believe this verse was so profound. Because Solomon tells us the one that has so much power is who can control his spirit is stronger than the one who's out there fighting a war. That's mind-boggling. Because you would think, well, the stronger Absolutely. man Absolutely. is the one who's fighting the war. But Solomon said, if you know how to control that temple, control that spirit, you become powerful. And I would encourage anybody, yeah, you may get pulled over, whether you're riding around legal or non-legal. Well, you should be riding around legal, but people have to do what they got to do, whatever. Pull over. Put your hands on the steering wheel. Don't make no certain gestures. You may be nervous. Exactly. Take a deep breath. 
but have those hands on the wheel at 10 o'clock so the officer can see. Yes, officer. No, officer. And sometimes what I've done, I've been on the phone. I got pulled over. Uh, they'll say, hey, listen, just keep the phone rolling so I can hear what's going on. I've, I've had that situation happen before, which is great. But you want to just be compliant. You don't want to get nervous. You want to make any sudden movement because the officer, I remember the officer said, let me have that, uh, get your license registration. I say, listen, I'm finna move and get something. He said, go ahead, do it slow. So you, you, you announce your movement, move slow, no sudden movements, and hopefully this thing will work itself out and everyone gets to go home safely if such be the case. That's the hope and outcome. So as a believer, my recommendation, suggestion would be control your emotions. Calm down. Take a deep breath. Remember what Solomon says, slow to anger is better than the mighty ruling his spirit, one that takes the city. That is something that we should be teaching and telling people, especially young African-American men, because sometimes, you know, you, you're an educator, and you talk to these young brothers, they, you can't tell me nothing. They just show aggression <laughs> right away. And this is something yeah. that we need to be instilling in them because it's not a good look. If you uh, go out there, talk to the officer a certain kind of way, giving him rights and reasons to thump you across the head. Yes, yeah, I totally agree with you. <clears throat> but there is a work that has to be done. Um, again, when we come as Christians, uh, we think about, you know, uh, law and order, uh, like the Bible says in um, Romans chapter uh, 13. Verses True. one to seven. True. Uh, be subject to the powers that right. be. Right. Yeah, and also even First Timothy, and uh, chapter two, verse one to three, it asks us to pray for them. Yeah. So as Christians, um, we would have understanding to comply. If you do yeah. something wrong, True. pay for what you have done. You know, yeah. and that's what you should do. Yeah. You know? As a Christian, so you, you should not try to resist uh, payment. You should pay due right. the law you broke. Right. Yeah, and uh, sometimes the, the police uh, they are very gracious in True. some cases. True. Yeah, True. and, and uh, they see that you're submitting. You're not even doing anything. You're yes, officer. No officer. Yes. So I, at one point, I was pulled over, and um, uh, I was driving in a restricted lane. And it did. It didn't occur to me that I was doing that. I was just I, for some you reason. I didn't even right? look, I, I, you the wrong lane. I probably, I, yeah, yeah. I, I probably did not look at the sign, and I continued driving. And then, lo, lo behold, in the behind me, there were the lights and sirens and so on. It was lights actually. And then later on, it pumped his horn, and I looked back and I see the officer. I said, "Whoa, what did I do?" Wrong? Why did he pulling me off? He says, uh, you realize that you are driving the wrong lane, right? Oh, uh, you know, because the lane becomes restricted in certain areas and not in certain areas. So when it was non-restrictive and I was driving through it, it was okay. But then again, far down the line, it, it became restrictive. And then I should have pulled over and moved away from that lane, which I did not. I just continued moving. And then he said, this is a restricted lane. I said, yeah. Uh, you didn't see the sign? I said, no, I didn't. Um, and he, I mean, the way he says it to me is like, uh, you should have seen the sign. You, you, it's like I was lying or something. And, and that was unprofessional. <laughs> um, yeah, that was unprofessional. He's not supposed to say that. Right. Yeah, The sign is there. Yeah, I missed it. It's possible he could have missed it, yeah. <laughs> maybe he didn't look, yes. And maybe his mind was on something else, yes. And he missed it. And he should have acknowledged that I missed it. And I'm not fighting him at all. And he, he, he acted like I was fighting him. I wasn't. I was just tell him I did not see the sign. Yeah, and um, he gave me the ticket and everything went <laughs> fine. <laughs> take it, take it hey, 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 you said I was, it was restricted. I'm not going to say it's not. I'm just going to say I missed it. <laughs> I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm admitting, you know, I'm, I'm not going to fight with the officer. You know? So right. but the, the thing is, there's no need to fight True. the officer because they're there to help. You know, right. they're there to help. 
and we should consider that. In fact, there was one at one point, and I don't want to make this too long, but it's very important to, to hear this, because you know, we have to keep in mind that not all of the officers, and most of them, most likely, I'm trying to stay on the positive side, they're not there to get you, okay? Right. I would say most of them. They're not there to get you. They, right. they, they, they don't want to even go after you, basically, because they know the danger of some folks who are not lawful. Yeah. Um, but if they have to, they, they have their will because they're trying to keep the peace. Right. Now, I was driving at a certain area, and, and I wanted to get to my destination at a certain time. So I, I zoomed by, and I mean, it wasn't that fast, but it was faster than the speed limit. And I didn't realize at all that I was breaking the speed limit sign. Ron, you, you sound uh, like a lot of these criminals. You, you commit the crime. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know. realize. <laughs> and, 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 then, and then those lights came flashing behind me and said, oh, you were, you were faster than you were supposed to. And I said, yeah, I didn't notice that. I told him I didn't notice that. Yeah. But anyway, that, that, if it was that, you saw it, it's in your system, that's what it is. Um, and then he proceeded to give me the, uh, the ticket. <laughs> and before he, before he gives me the ticket, he says, um, let me see your, your uh, insurance card. <clears throat> so I said, well, let me look for it there for you. Um, and I tried to look for it, and, and you know, uh, and, then, and then he says, okay, well, don't look for it. Yeah, because you know what? They technically, don't, don't look for it. They, they supposed to have that in the system. Now, he probably asked you that. Yeah, yeah. see what you're going to give says, him. He says, he says, don't look for it. Let me give you a ticket for, for not having it. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of giving you the ticket for the speed. <laughs> but you know what? I said, oh, yeah. You could have you you gotten that thrown out. All you had to do was go to court. Yeah. All you had to do was go to court and show that you had insurance. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. He said, let me give you the, the, the lesser ticket. You know, just, you know, just you know, don't mess with it. Just, if you can't find it, forget it. Let me give you the, the lesser ticket than the, than then if you find it, then I'll give you the ticket for the speed. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you didn't know, find yeah, it, right? Yeah, yeah. He said, he, said, he said, you know, you look like a good fella. You're trying to do good. It's just that, you know, <laughs> you're off that. Yeah, and, and so <clears throat> the thing is that they're not all there to get you. They're trying to help you. They're trying to help society. And, and, and we should think about that. We should... Okay, well, you're wrong. So just submit to it. Let's just get over it. Okay, you you don't have a license. Uh, maybe you were on drugs or whatever. Just just give it up. You know, just give it up. <laughs> it's better to give it up that way than it is to give up your life. That is true. That is true. That is true. Yeah. That yeah. True. So, but then again, it's no excuse whatsoever for the police to do some of the things they do that causes people death. Yeah, it's it's not agree. worth it. It's not. That's not the way it goes. I agree. I agree. Yeah, and, not the way it goes. Yeah, and it seems that this is what happened to people of color more frequent than not. And that's another layer that needs to be dealt with. <clears throat> but to echo the point that uh, <clears throat> when you're pulled over, to just be as reasonable as possible. Because I've, <clears throat> I've been pulled over my fair share of time. Thank God I may have crossed the line or retired to the lesser uh, where I'm not pulled over you know, at all, thankfully. Uh, but I've been pulled over. You had some nice, gracious police officers, and you had some very non-pleasant ones. In either case, you shouldn't let them provoke you. So I'm looking at Proverbs 15, uh, verse 1, and they say Solomon is one of the wisest kings that ever lived. Well, the wisest, rather. It says in Proverbs 15, when it says, A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh yeah. word stirs anger. So think about this now. Solomon says, A soft Answer turns away wrath. It means if you, yes, sir, officer, did no officer, okay, officer, I apologize, officer, just humbling yourself. That gives the officer yes. absolutely no excuse whatsoever to jab at you. Okay? He may even say, yeah. you know what, never mind. Just do good next time or whatever. But a harsh word stirs up anger. So if you say, man, why you pull me over? I ain't do that. You ain't do that. Now, the officer's reading your energy. Because you're coming at him with a certain kind of energy. And he may be wrong. I remember clearly. Black police officer pulled me over and lied. I said, man, you lied. I didn't do that. And I was like, I said, you lying, man. And I got upset. And he said, sir, I'm telling you to get back in the car. And I kind of had to catch myself because I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> this could go to another level. But I literally was calling him a liar 
because he was lying. But you, you got to understand, just calm down. The soft answer turns away the wrath. But if you're going to go and present this harsh energy, because ultimately, no matter what you do, the officer writes a report, resisting arrest, pretty much. Clunks across the head, resisted arrest, that's a done deal. They have the camera on, stop resisting, stop resisting. And you may not be, but because you've given those words, it could escalate. So I want to encourage everyone to look at Solomon's Proverbs 15:1, the advice when being pulled over. A soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Humble yourself. Give that soft answer. Yes, sir, officer. I've been caught with suspended license. I didn't know I'm a license suspended. I'm just strapped up and down. And I was pulled I said, what? Are you serious? I didn't know. I said, yeah, man. I said, man, come on now. How did that happen? Why nobody sent me nothing? And the officer said, listen, man, you seem like a good guy. Just get your license together. But I got to call my sergeant because you got to uh, write it because you're not supposed to drive. So I'm going to have to leave before you drive or whatever. I said, cool. So we was talking, shooting the breeze, and the officer was sharing some things with me. It was a young brother, um, young, young Spanish guy. And he mm-hmm. shared some things, and he was, you know, quite nice because I just was laid back and non-threatening. So, <laughs> right, right. You know, you sitting. On, I was on my motorcycle, sitting on my hands. You know, no, no, no non-threatening. And my recommendation or suggestion: just soft answer turns away wrath. You're no lesser yeah. of a person, and you're no greater of a person getting clumped across the head when a soft answer could have sent you home. As opposed to have you sit in the jail for nothing. You may get the trial to drop whatever, but look at the time that's exerted. The energy is exerted. The soft answer turns away the wrath. And I want to encourage everyone, if you're encountering police, whether they're good, bad, or indifferent, they may be having a bad day just like you may have had a bad day. So we, as my brother said, we demonstrate love at every opportunity that we have. Because the Messiah was slapped, beaten, and he just says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what we do. We may not be at that level of maturity, but we have to be at a, a level of maturity where we say, you know what? Let me take the high road. He has the authority to give me this ticket or not, and that's that. Yeah, exactly. Just, you know, accept your responsibility, you see. Yeah. Um, anyway, with the Floyd case, uh, where they, like, he, he, would, he didn't mind being arrested. Right, but the problem was they put him in a in a in a in a small car yeah. or a small jeep where he needed that that became a, a stress matter a, 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 a stress pill for him yeah. because he could not breathe because he yeah. felt like he was um, he was claustrophobic right uh, yeah so uh, professionally they should have addressed that problem yeah and not force him into into that vehicle yeah. Yeah, address that problem. You know, in other words, be be, be professional. Yeah. Uh, that's the problem that the, the, the police face today. They are not acting professional. They are not yeah. acting with respect. Yeah. You know, uh, he's still an individual. Although yeah. he has broken some laws, yes, he, he's, he's not. He didn't do right. And with human nature, everyone wants to yes. get away from their responsibility of yes. of committing committing something wrong. Yes, it's understood, but. You, as the higher hand, should be professional in every level of the game. Yeah. Very, very important. Because if you do that, then you will turn away wrath. Yeah. You will turn away wrath. And, and, and like you said to Dr. Weech, there are some of us when we get caught, we're thinking that the officer hates us. That's not the case. That is not the case. They're trying to do their job. They're doing the, the best they can right. with their job. Most of them, for that right. matter. Most of, them. Uh, most of them. Majority, for that matter. Yeah. But the problem is that we have the mentality that they are to get us. And, and as long as we have that mentality, which we should not, then it's going to uh, cause uh, feelings and emotions that, that's very negative toward the officers. And, and that's going to escalate things. Yeah, I, I, I recall doing a video uh, about five, six minutes, short something. I've been in an interview, and I said the blueprint for killing an African-American man. And the one thing I noticed as a recurring theme is they will try to front load 
information about the African-American man of his past and he's bad, he's this and that. Because I've even heard the argument when you mentioned the Floyd case where they say, well, Floyd presented a counterfeit bill. He was on federal law. All of that is irrelevant to me. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That, that is, All of that uh, is irrelevant. He was handcuffed. He should have gone to jail. And the courts would have decided if he passed off a counterfeit bill or if he was on fentanyl. He shouldn't have died after being eight minutes with his, uh, a knee in his back, whatever it was. That should not have happened. And I think plenty of people exactly. misunderstand. They lose focus. Whether or not because yeah, of frustration yeah, uh, or what have you. It doesn't matter what he did. It does not matter exactly. what he's done. Period. You're there to arrest him and bring him to justice. He had no weapons or anything, and he was no longer a threat because he was handcuffed. He should not have died. So for people to say, oh, well, he shouldn't have died. That, it's relevant. It's relevant. No, that, that was a pure crime yeah. on, the, on the act of the uh, policeman. Yeah. That was a pure crime. Yeah. Uh, that that brother should not have died whatsoever. He didn't do anything deserving that whatsoever. No. He didn't do anything deserving the treatment he got. Yeah. Not exactly. not to mention death itself. Exactly. So that was a pure pure crime. And um, so uh, the, the, the twenty dollar bill, whatever dollar bill that was, uh, you, you can't arrest a man on that. I mean, you you really shouldn't even arrest a man on that. You should just take it and tell him, look. Hey, did you know this is a uh, you know false money? So you say he may tell you, I have, <laughs> right, I have no proof. Right. So I have no proof this is false money. Right. In fact, I myself took false money to a Publix supermarket sure. to right. buy to buy something. Right. You gonna arrest me for that? I have <laughs> right. no clue it was false money. Right. Right. The only time I knew it was false money is when they put that pen on it, and, and it shows that dark mark. That's then right. I know. Oh, then they said, this is false money. Right. They didn't call the cops. They just gave me back my false money. Right, right. That's it. And then I took my false money to the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I said, look, y'all gave me this money <laughs> yesterday. Oh, yeah? And, and, yeah, I took it back to the bank. I tell them, y'all gave me false money yesterday. <laughs> and this is it. And did they yeah. take it back? And, and, and they gave me back the right money. Good, good, good. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the thing is, because if you take my false money, you didn't know how I got it. And now you're taking value from me. Right, 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 exactly. exactly. Yeah, you're taking value from me. Now, 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 the bank who gave me that false money, or the person who gave me that false money, will not have to take their false money back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and that's what happens. And then everything was at peaceful. No one can use that false money anymore because it's already marked. Right, right, right. Yeah, so, so give me back my false money is not a big problem at all. <laughs> right. Yeah. Give me my money, right? Better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but, but to assume that he wanted to, you know, uh, play a number on the system, that, that's an assumption. Yeah. A pure assumption. How could you know he knew that was a false money? Yeah. You don't know that. Right. So you can't have no right to arrest him for that. And, and so that was the problem with that, because I've even heard certain individuals say he was on fitting and they did miss the point. And then secondly, <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, even when, when the tragedy with Trayvon Martin occurred, they even tried yeah, to say, was, oh, I, well, he was a bad in school, he had the hood on, it's irrelevant, irrelevant, irrelevant. The police told the guy, do not bother this kid, they missed that fact. And so, when you look at stuff like this, it's like, okay, well, these things happen because of a racial movement. That's how you, and, and you know, me being an African-American man, black man, whatever you... You, you look at these things for what? I wonder what would have happened if this was a, a racial situation was switched. You know, you just have to sometimes look at that because, like, what y'all are saying makes no sense. This was a young man under a mm -hmm. stressful situation. He didn't have the mental capacity to, to think that through. Okay? And so for them to say, well, he had to, he should have been there. No. Missing the point. This guy shouldn't have touched this guy. Period. True, exactly. He had no rights to do that anyway. He had no rights to stop him. That's right. He just didn't have any rights because the police told him not to do it in the first place. Exactly. The fact that he did that against the law. That's right. Because he did that against the law. And now that result in the guy uh, dying 
right? Yeah, it did. It did. Okay, so therefore, therefore, you your action that you should not have done caused a death of someone, yeah. resulted in death of someone. Did you yeah. guilty as charged? I mean, you know, it's simple. Yeah, it but, is very simple. Yeah, but what they did was again, as I say in this, when I was being interviewed, they will paint the character of the African American man. They'll put up social media. They'll do this, do that. To make him the bad guy, he deserved it. And I again say that would forever, in my opinion, be false. It would be false. Because when I was young, dumb, full of fun, I did some stupid stuff. Thankfully, people were praying for me, Grace. It didn't cost me my life. Young people respond differently, whatever they do, involve in stupid stuff. But listen, we can't be the judge to say this person deserves death because we don't know what they would be 15, 20 years later as a productive citizen could come up with a uh, Nobel Prize of solving a big problem. So that, that, that argument to me would never be satisfactory to say, oh, well, they did this, they did this. So what? Irrelevant. Yes. Irrelevant. Correct. The, 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 the courts are there for that particular reason, and that's how that should be handled. Now, exactly. what, to me, the way this thing stops is we have to have put pressure on these politicians. Now, again... I'm indifferent, I have no party affiliation, but I think when these things happen, I believe who will have to take the charge is African-American politicians, because you've even had some African-American politicians who said, I've been arrested, <laughs> and I've had unpleasant experiences with some police officers, so you would think that they would take the charge and say, hey, listen, we definitely need to look at the way some things are happening, whether it be the training, whether it be the culture, whether it be whatever. Something needs to be looked at because I do believe there's some racial or racist pockets in certain police groups. I mean, I saw a documentary where they said they had police gangs in California and all sorts of stuff. And I've seen some uh, crazy things on camera with some officers. Again, I've had encounters with white police officers and I can tell you some of them say, hey man, just don't do it again. And like you, they'll say, hey man, you seem like you're a pretty good driver. Let me see your record. You're clean. I don't want to mess it up. So, okay, cross the board, compassion. But I think yes, what yes. needs to take place is holding politicians accountable, holding local governments accountable on local levels, state levels, and on federal levels that these changes will take place. And I do think that better relationships within police and community and hopefully whether black, white, or brown, these police officers uh, – experience or try to establish a relationship with community sometimes that may be challenging it may be challenging but i think those things need to take place and we as believers the church should be the forefront having classes courses or education and giving our yeah. information say how anyone should respond when being pulled over by police whether you've done wrong or not that is important and essential Yes, yes, correct. Uh, yeah, I just there are sometimes we just have to pay the consequences of what we do. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Jesus uh, paid the consequences True. for right. our right. sins. Right, very good point. And we uh, we accept that. Yeah. And uh, but in this case, in a civil matter, we pay the consequences for our wrongdoing, and we should accept that. Right. So it's 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 you know they go hand in hand. So. Um, it's important for the church to educate the public, like you said, Dr. Weech, that we have to teach them that a, a soft answer, turn away wrath, and that that would bring a better outcome than to raise a, a, a fuss on, on an issue. So very important that we follow these uh, guidelines so that we can reduce the, this confrontational uh, approach that we get from time to time. Yeah, and I think overall, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> can't believe it, but I just think those things need to take place. Oh, this is the point. Thank you. Um, now we gotta understand that there are some corrupt police officers. Yeah, but even still, like with the uh, New York Six or whatever happened to those guys in New York, totally disgusting. I saw a documentary on that. It was disgusting, but. One of those guys persevered. He kept working his case, kept working his case until he was able to get it heard. Because I'm going to tell you something. 
And Ronnie, you know as well as I do. Every believer knows. Jesus was set up. <laughs> Witnesses lied on him. It was a kangaroo court. And he was innocent for crimes he was accused of and pinned on. They planted the evidence. They lied on him. But it was all to the purpose of him uh, getting on that cross to redeem us. So some there are a lot of brothers that I can empathize with who are locked up for no reason of their own that they were set up. And the only thing I can offer them is prayer and the hope that you will have your day to be released. Because it happened to the yeah. Son of God. So you may be like, oh, well, yeah. it happened to the Son of God. And I'm not saying it should have happened. It's disgusting. Good people, so-called good people, encounter bad things. Because even the Messiah say, it's impossible True. that a stumbling blocks won't come. But woe to those who bring it. Okay? So my advice would be to encourage anybody that maybe your, your day will come. I'm going to say it, Your day will come True. and you will have your innocence. Because even the Messiah was accused of a crime they didn't commit, they were conspired against, and it was all because of jealousy and hatred and fear that these people would lose their power and position. True. Well, we as Christians, we do have this resource of goodness to pull from mm -hmm. and to uh, and encourage ourselves and to give us strength. Yeah. But those folks who are not committed to the gospel, committed yeah. to Christ, yeah. they don't have this kind of resource of, of thought. Yeah. Um, yes. They, they, you know, all they can see is anger and yeah. vengeance and yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah, true. Yeah, and um, it's unfortunate. But uh, the answer to everything is really, if we accept the gospel, accept Christ, uh, a lot of the, a lot of this stuff, I'm not going to say everything, like you just said, Dr. Uh, even if you're innocent, things could go wrong. Yeah. But, yeah, if we accept Christ, we can minimize yes. these type of uh, interactions mm -hmm. and, and bring more a more positive uh, outcome yeah. yeah yeah because as you say we have a plethora of resources because if anyone is going to do a jailbreak let the angels of heaven do it like he did peter <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Peter, got, peter got out of jail he was the one that committed a jailbreak and he left him alone right <laughs> so exactly. i want to go to solomon because solomon gives us all his wisdom and i like this scripture as well in Ecclesiastes twelve thirteen, he says, "Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep His commandments, for this is man's oh. <laughs> for God will bring every good work into judgment, including every secret thing, whether good or evil." <laughs> so the whole conclusion, as you said, Doctor Gene, is that we as believers have these resources to pull from. We have a plethora yeah. of resources to pull from. We have prayer. We have fasting. We have the name. We have the blood. We have the angel. We have the power of the brethren, the church. Multitude of resources, warfare and ministering that we can pull on, that we can exact. But if you do not know who Jesus Christ is, Yeshua the Messiah, we would encourage you today to know him and get into that word so you can understand the power and authority that you have and the resources that you have. Because as my brother Dr. Gene said, you may have some anger in you, some resentment, and some hatred for authority. Not even knowing that you have that hatred for authority. And I submit that a lot of uh, people have that hatred for authority. And brother, you know, you the teach. You tell them, young brother, sit down in the seat. They define that authority. <laughs> you know, they define that authority. And until you lay the law down, and you better lay the law down. You, 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 they gonna run over you. But in the same case, I've, I've, I've taught him, you know, one thing, <laughs> one thing you realize, if this student tries and humbles themselves, I will give them the grade of satisfactory. But guess what? If he comes at me with harsh words, you got what you're coming to you, buddy. You getting that F all day yeah, long. I, I, I've seen, I've seen, I've seen a cup full of these things. Mm, I'm uh, sure. Where students run over the teacher oh, because yeah. the teacher didn't put uh, his foot down That's or right. her foot down. That's right. And <clears throat> and then I at one point I, I said to the teacher, "Hey, look, man, you got to put your foot down, man. You better. <laughs> <laughs> you better. <laughs> says, I, I, I'll do it. I'll do it. Uh, well, I guess this year is already too late. Uh, you know, <laughs> but do the best you can to put your foot down anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you don't yeah, do it in the beginning, so, uh, but, but they they, they he was getting run over, you know. Yeah. And, um, yeah. 
if you don't, and my brother, you know, if you don't do it in the beginning, you got an uphill climb. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. It's exactly. like you're sinking, yeah. you're sinking fast, and you're going to continue to sink without any hope. And you just got to say, okay, I got to chalk it up this year and hope for the best for next year because these people, these kids will eat you alive. <laughs> yeah. Well, you see, again, um, we have these laws yeah. uh, to deal with people. We have uh, policemen to execute those those laws, uh, but because we have to have those laws, we have to have things in place yes. to keep the peace. Yes, true. Yeah. So, true. but like we said, policemen they should they should know their role. Yes. As yes, professionals, yes. absolutely. Uh, yes. They they should be graceful also yes. Yes. because that helps the whole community. It helps everybody. Yeah. See, when you give grace to someone, he's going to think that well, I could have you know really got a ticket. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could have cost me a lot. Now this you know, police officer saved me. Yeah, I'm I'm going to do things different now. True. I'm going to really do things different. I'm going to welcome the officer next time, even True. if he gives me a ticket. Yeah, right. You right, know, exactly. yeah, because it's it's both sides have to work you know, together to make it work for yes, all of us. Yes, yes, yes. True. True. Yeah, and um, and, and he gave me one. I deserve it. So 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 be it. You know, <laughs> right, I mean, right. Pay the insurance for the three years, extra money, after that it's all gone. <laughs> you know the process. Well, what, what, is money? Now, what is money? <laughs> you know the process. So, yeah, right. so, so that's it. Just, just take it. You know, you got to go to jail. You didn't have your license. Okay, go to jail for a few days or whatever it takes, and then you know, pay what you got to pay, and then get off, and then go your way. Yeah, yeah. it's not worth we, we will all be embracing you when you come out. A amen, yeah. amen. We're the best. Yeah, because so, we're, we're glad that you're alive, and amen. you continue life. You're doing what you have to do. Yes. So uh, we get into trouble sometimes, and if you know if you can't get away from it, hey, just submit, just that's let it go. A, and yeah. on that, uh, that's a good point. We're gonna leave it at that. We're running out of time. Um, <clears throat> we're gonna pray us out. I'm gonna pray us out, and then we're gonna get on out of here. Doctor Jane, thank you. I hope you've got something out of. Uh, let us pray, Father in heaven. Thank you for this word. Thank you uh, for this opportunity. Bless my brother, Doctor Jane. Thank you for giving him this insight and his word of wisdom by the Holy Spirit. We just pray for those who hear this heard this and will listen to this later in the podcast or whatever, that you continue to expound on the wisdom by the Holy Spirit and the name that's above every name the power of the blood. We thank you in your precious son's name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Amen, amen, amen. Dr. Jane, any last words you want to leave to the people? Not really, except okay. that, you know, go in peace, stay in peace. <laughs> great, <laughs> great advice. May the Lord bless and keep yeah, you. The Lord lift his absolutely. face upon you. Be grace to you. Lord shine his countenance upon you. The name of the Lord is upon you. His word said he will bless you. Shalom, friends. Good night. Praise the Lord. Shalom. Hello, family. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Bread on this network. Breaking Bread is supported by the contributions of individuals and entities that donate to the G2G Foundation. If you have supported this organization, we want to say thank you. And to all our sponsors, your continued support is appreciated and makes it happen. If you would like to send a donation to support this program, you can send it by cash app to dollar sign G2G Foundation. That's dollar sign letter G number two G Foundation, all lowercase. Or you can mail it to 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, Suite 135, North Miami Beach, Florida, 33179. That's 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, number 135. NMB, Florida, 33179. Your contributions assist us and enable us to forward the vision in other countries such as India and Kenya. Please connect with us by logging on to the G2GFoundation.org. That's T-H-E-G, number two, G, F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.org. We're community-oriented and believe in community outreach, mentorship, and investing in our youth via spiritual and educational empowerment. We'll see you next week, family, and tell someone to tune in same time here on this network. Shalom. Hello, family. Did you know you can download the WGGF Radio app through your Apple and Google Play Store? It's simple. Whether you have an Apple or an Android phone, go to your app store and look for the WGGF Radio app and download it to your phone. This way you can listen 24 hours, 7 days a week. Let WGGF Radio continue to be your first choice for radio. Remember, it's good news, good music, talk radio. There's a saying, pressure burst pipes or pressure will burst diamonds. When you encounter pressure in your life, you need to be the diamond that comes forth. 
Abba Theological Seminary helps you become the gem the Most High God created you to be. Abba Theological Seminary has various programs ranging from the arts, such as videography, to becoming a biblical scholar in theology. Abba Theological Seminary has degree programs in ministerial vocation starting from the associate level, allowing you to work to earn your doctoral degree. Abba Theological Seminary is a fully functional online educational institution providing our students with a rigorous curriculum, access to seasoned professors, and a vast amount of online resources to assist our students along their journey. Don't hesitate. Call an advisor today. For more information, log on to www.atsedu.info. That's atsedu.info. Or you can call 954-324-7280. Again, that's www.atsedu.info or call 954-324-7280. Again, that's 954-324-7280.